0: Welcome to St. James Lutheran Church and School right here in the heart of Chicago I pray that you find hope and peace in the message of Christ and Him crucified for you in your life right now Thank you for listening and please, if you'd like to support the mission going on right here uh, please go to our webpage stjames-lutheran.org to donate Thank you Amen. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Recognize that poem? You should, if you're educated Americans, so go look it up, from our greatest poet of the 20th century, for sure, T.S. Eliot, The Wasteland. And I love especially this line. What are the roots that clutch? What branches grow out of this stony rubbish, son of man? You can't say or guess, for you know only a heap of broken images where the sun beats. The dead tree gives no shelter, the cricket no relief. Dry stone, no sound of water, only there is shadow under the red rock come in under the shadow of this red rock and i will show you something different from either your shadow at morning striding behind you or your shadow at evening rising to meet you i will show you fear in a handful of dust eliot writes this 1922 completes it but it's in a very important time period for mankind what had just happened 1914, 1918, the Great War, not the World War I, because <laughs> it was so atrocious and so insane and devastating. It was the Great War, the war the Last all war. In fact, uh, they called uh, what we now call Veterans Day, Armistice Day, that was it. But we learned wars, we can do better than that. And Armistice Day is just called Veterans Day, because there have been many wars since then. But what's so shocking about that time period, and you can see it in any of the literature of the 20s, is that World War I concluded something about humankind and their abilities to make a better world. There were dreams of the Enlightenment period, Dreams from Goethe onward, that instead of looking upward, let's look at one another, let's look downward, let's make the world great, we can fix it. There's a limited amount of knowledge, we can eventually know everything and fix everything. And from a romantic period to the industrial age, there was hope. And under Hegel, and things are constantly evolving and getting better. Everyone assumed that we were evolving in our work and activity and our humanity to make the world perfect with our brains, our technology, our knowledge. And then all these civilized nations for no reason, and I say that again, no reason there was no bad guy in World War I. It was human beings shoving each other into ditches like animals. The greatest and best of Europe, the smartest and the most educated, my friends, were dying in the mud by someone that looked just like them. Eliot correctly concludes, a wasteland. This is humanity. This is not a blip, it's not an accident. This is what human beings do, no matter how well educated or how much technology they have. Our heart is dust and dirt, and we create wastelands and in the end, no matter what we do, we mess things up, and in the end, no matter what we do, I will show you fear and a handful of dust. We pretend to not be that bad, that weak. We pretend that we have some kind of power and ability, we still pretend that we have hopes that we can end death, and we can fix challenges, and yet we always kind of butting our head. And we've seen that with from the pandemic that just made us. I've seen fear in a handful of dust. To whatever is going on now in eastern europe etc to the general chaos that i spoke with with number of people that came this morning that i've never met before maybe you're one of them coming for answers and truth and just peace or a non-toxic place hope 21st century land of the free now we can with technology do amazing things you've seen those hollywood actors 81 years old looking freakish from plastic surgery upon plastic surgery the only one left in their company does it does not think they look like the walking dead we do that that's what we do with tech we can cover up kind of our failings and our dying and our crumbling And we can do that same thing with our morality, our our goodness. We can talk it away. We can change laws, and we can talk to ourselves at night. We're not that bad. We can encourage one another. No, you're good. It's fine. Meanwhile, there's blood, and there's hurt, and there's broken relationships, and there's orphans, and there's divorces, and there's death, and there's war. And there's poverty, and there's homelessness, and there's loneliness. More lonely now than ever before, more depressed now than ever before. I will show you fear in a handful of dust. We must pretend we are not dust to go into the night. We must pretend that we are not just dust to get along in the day because to face that fact is truly depressing. But it is very important because it is true. And that's what we are doing today, I hope, not just symbolically but remembering who am i i am not god if i were this place would be worse off i am a sinner and i am mortal and i am afraid It is only then, only then that maybe you will get what we have in Jesus Christ. I imagine the thief on the cross. I will show you fear in a handful of dust. And I imagine that he's up there and his whole life scratching and clawing to get ahead. only to find his sins painted in front of him and everybody pointing at him, a criminal, guilty, and only to find he's just dust as his whole body is hanging there with certain death. End of his rope. He knows the meaning of dust, you shall return and you all will. And then he looks over and sees God hanging there with him in Jesus Christ. And he doesn't make some genius plea. He's not some great theologian. At the same time, he is the greatest theologian because he simply says, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He doesn't know what he's even talking about, but this person is my only hope. And Jesus says to him and he says to you, I will remember you. You will be with me in paradise And with his words, dust became alive. Guilt and shame were forgotten. And for a second of this fellow's life, maybe just a second, he had the greatest peace and the greatest hope and the greatest joy he's ever, ever had, but that was nothing compared to the next second that he sees Christ. And he's alive again. Christ amazingly like this thief or like Barabbas on the cross took our place but not just on the cross but he became dust in Mary and fixed it and in the flesh was a good person that we pretend to be but without makeup and without plastic surgery. Jesus did it, loved others, proactively cared for others. He took our flesh, our body, what we've messed up of the human being, the son of man, and he fixed it. And on the cross, he did the opposite. He took our shame and our guilt. So that... You may be born all over again like that in baptism. And no longer shall dust you, shall return. Because born again in the living Jesus Christ, you are new people. You will rise again, you have hope. Death is not the end, and your guilt and shame are not the last words said about you, just like that thief. What's the last thing we remember about that disgusting thief? We remember Jesus and what Jesus called him, a citizen of paradise. And so God says the same to you. I will show you fear in the handful of dust, but God says, do not Be afraid. Friends, this Lent, learn to relent of your ego and your pride. You don't need it. You can be honest and learn to rely and relax and rest in the relentless forgiveness of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.